Greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And our primary purpose of being here is to help you. To help you understand more about how to achieve good health and how to stop and prevent diseases. You know, you and I are the only ones responsible for our health. You and I are the only ones that can improve our health or allow it to slide into the toilet. We can make a difference. Doctors don't make a difference in your health. Drug companies love sick people. That's their customer base, sick people. They love to sell drugs. They have a lot of shareholders to satisfy. A lot of people invest in drug companies. They're trying to make money off sick people. So we can make a change by changing our choices of how we live. The food we eat, the level of activity, giving up some of the destructive practices and habits that we may have adopted, like smoking, drinking soft drinks. Doesn't make any difference if they are sugar-free or if they have sugar. All soft drinks are unhealthy. And we can make a change. So we try to bring you as much information as possible. And I'm assuming that since you are listening, you are interested in finding out how to have better health, how to have more energy, how to prevent exhaustion, fatigue, how to use natural alternatives to lower your blood sugar to lower your A1C, to improve your heart health, to lose weight. There are many options, healthy alternative options that we can adopt that will change our life. Food is our medicine. Not drugs. Drugs can be a lifesaver in an emergency. In a crisis, if there's an accident or a deep injury or something that we need to take care of immediately, drugs do that. But drugs do not make us healthy. And over time, drugs can make us more unhealthy. And drugs can cause cancer. And drugs cause all kinds of side effects and adverse events. Then that the doctor then prescribes additional drugs to treat the side effects of the first drug. And many people are on many different drugs. Four, five, six, seven, eight prescription drugs. Not unusual. So I'm trying to get you interested in doing something about your health positively. 
So you can go to my website anytime you want, and that is Terry Talks Nutrition, where you can subscribe to my weekly newsletter. It goes out every Friday to your email address. And you can read the past newsletters in the archive section of the e-newsletter section. You can listen to past radio shows, or you can listen live if you want. My radio show is just not in Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's locally broadcasted in Green Bay. But then we live stream it to my website, Terry Talks Nutrition. People all over the world. And right now, and it blows my mind, blows my mind why, but we have hit a milestone. We have 250,000 followers of Terry Talks Nutrition. 250,000. And you can follow us on a variety of platforms. On Facebook and Twitter. On YouTube. In fact, my channel on YouTube is youtube.com slash Terry Talks Nutrition. And you can listen and watch a new podcast platform called Terry and Dr. Lynn on the TerryTalksNutrition.com website or, on, or you can subscribe on your favorite podcast platform including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Player FM, Audible, Deezer, and Podcast Addict. So we have a lot of information to share with you today. As always, I never get through all of the topics that I have researched and, and, and are ready to share with you, am ready to share with you. Today we're going to talk about elderberry. Elderberry is a berry, a fruit, that grows primarily in Europe for the highest degree of quality. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And how to get relief from restless legs. Do you have that at night where you can never feel that you can get a good night's sleep? Because your legs are always twitching, always seem like they're moving. And you know that a very small in decrease in calories can have big benefits for your health. We are eating 500 calories more daily than we did 10 years ago. Why do we need 500 more calories? We don't. Where did all that 500 calories go? Well, it can't be utilized by the body, so it's stored. And it's stored in, in the form of fat. So we add more fat to our body. We add more fat to our organs and glands. We add more fat to our liver, causing fatty liver disease. And then we let's talk about some drug. You know, drugs cause a lot of damage. 
even though they may be necessary, and I'm not against them when the doctor feels they're appropriate. But read the directions, and maybe you don't want to take that drug, and maybe you want to find something that's more of an alternative, and then discuss that option with your doctor. But drugs actually deplete nutrients. And let's take a closer look at HDL. That's commonly called the good cholesterol. And then we'll talk about what is the glycemic index. It's how to measure the amount of sugar in certain foods. And how we may avoid eating foods that have a high glycemic number on the index. But since we are having a number of problems with COVID-19, viral infections, let's talk about elderberry. Elderberry is a unique, dark, deep, almost looks like it's black, but it's really purple. And it has a tremendous benefit against viral illnesses, viral infection, and upper respiratory tract infection. You know, I believe there are many people in this country that probably would be a candidate for a vaccine because they don't take care of themselves. But there are many people who really do not need a vaccine because they are probably very healthy. They're eating a very healthy diet. They are taking extra supplements to maintain a very healthy, powerful immune system. The vaccine affects the immune system. That same immune system, called the innate immune system, is in our body, and 70 to 80% of it resides in the gut. And we can strengthen the immune system against all kinds of influenza, commonly known as the flu, or COVID-19. And we can do that with a number, in fact, four vitamins, two minerals, and then there are other necessary alternative medicines that are safe, no side effects, no adverse events, that we can add to our doctor's bag, so to speak, our natural doctor's bag that we could use as alternatives to support the innate immune system, that immune system that resides in our body. Strengthen our health. And you may not need a vaccine. Now, I'm not saying you should not take a vaccine. I'm thinking that you should talk to your doctor as to what are the benefits. Could you use alternative medicines? And it's maybe a good thing to suggest or to discuss with your professional practitioner. But influenza, as I mentioned, commonly called or referred to as the flu and the common cold, as well as COVID-19, shingles, herpes, otherwise known as cold sores and fever blisters, and genital herpes, 
and even some types of hepatitis, bronchitis, sinusitis, all inflammatory and infections of the sinuses, the bronchial, the lungs, and pneumonia are caused by viruses. And remember, these are viruses. The doctor is always trying to do something for you in some means of good. I think 99% of doctors have you really in mind, although they have not had the education to help you nutritionally with alternative medicines or with nutrition or with food. So it's always drugs. So doctors may want to help you and make you feel good, so they may even give you an antibiotic. Well, an antibiotic destroys bacteria, not viruses. And now, today, 90% of all these conditions, common cold, COVID-19, shingles, herpes, are all caused by viruses, not bacteria. And did you know that the influenza virus can survive as long as 48 hours on stainless steel or hard plastic and their survival on cloth, paper, or tissues is about 8 to 10 hours. And you really should know that antibiotics, as I said before, do nothing, nothing to stop cold and flu viruses. These are viral infections. Infections caused by a virus. But there are several natural medicines that have very powerful effects against all viruses. And that is elderberry. Elderberry is a natural antiviral drug. Well, should say drug. Because it really isn't a drug. It's natural. It's not synthetic. It's a food, it's a food that we can consume either as the food or if we don't have an opportunity to eat berries every day, like elderberry, it can be highly concentrated, dried, powdered, and to put into capsules or tablets. It's a natural antiviral alternative. Now, elderberry acts against viruses in two ways. Primary, it neutralizes the viral particle, particle, particulates so they cannot enter the cell of the body. These viruses and their particles of the virus enter the cell in our bodies. It takes up, it kind of moves in. You know, if, you, if, you, if you've got a, a relative or a friend that always crashes at your house and you can't stand them, 
and you'd like to find a way to get them out? That's what viruses do. They're something that you don't want to crash in your house, your body, your cell. You want to stop them from entering the cell of your body where they do their most damage. And primarily, that's what elderberry does. It takes a strong stance against the viruses. Like if you have something that crashes in your house and you want them out, you got to take a strong stance and kick them out. You don't need them in your house if they're disrupting your family, eating your food, drinking your beer. You want them out. Take a strong stance and kick them out. Well, elderberry helps you take a strong stance in your body to kick out the virus. And secondarily, it causes the immune system to be activated at a very high level, which can help control the spread of the viral infection. So it does two things. It stops the viruses from coming into your cell, into your body, and making it home. And secondarily, it stops the spread of viral infection. And specifically, elderberry has been found to be effective against influenza type A and B, herpes type 1, HIV, and as a bonus, elderberry has also been shown to have some, not a lot, but some, antibacterial activity. So it has two benefits, antiviral and antibacterial. And elderberry protects against cold and flu. A recent study in Australia found that taking elderberry while traveling, because traveling on an airplane is not the best place to protect your health. Face it, you're sitting with maybe 390 people, shoulder to shoulder, coughing, sneezing. And you know, even people that talk loud, every time, that's why they didn't want church singers to sing really loud during the pandemic. Because every time you thrust out your voice, you are spitting. You don't see it, but there's a spray that comes out of your mouth. And that virus can be on that spray. And we're face-to-face with people in an airplane. So you want protection. And this was a study based in Australia found that taking elderberry while flying, while traveling, cuts the risk of cold and flu by 50%. That's huge. The study was done with 312 passengers flying from Australia to a variety of overseas destinations. And they were flying economy class. So they're even tighter than business class or first class. They are more crunched in shoulder to shoulder. 
but half of those 312 passengers received a very special form of elderberry called Hoshberg, variety of elderberry extract, and half received a placebo, a fake pill. There was no activity in the placebo. It was inert. All passengers were surveyed for a cold and flu symptoms before flying and during flying and after their flights arrived at their destinations. The elderberry group had half as many illnesses, cold or flu, as the placebo group. And for those in the elderberry group who did get sick, I'm not saying that when you take something like elderberry or other plants, that there is not a chance to even get somewhat sick. But what they found out was that as long as they were taking elderberry, those illnesses in the elderberry group lasted only two-thirds as long as the placebo group. And those taking the elderberry, the symptoms were not as severe, and they were able to recover within a few days. So the thing to do is stop viral infections, right? And you can do it very easily with elderberry, which absolutely has no side effects. Elderberry can be taken daily as a prevention or as a treatment, especially during cold and flu season. Now the study came up with a dosage of elderberry of around 600 milligrams daily. And you can go up to 1,200 milligrams daily if you need to or want to. Now here's something I want to point out. There are a lot of people that have never taken a supplement in their life. Or they don't know as much about supplements as some other people do. And elderberry became a very, very in-demand product during the pandemic and will probably continue because of the new Delta variety, the Delta strain. But they're hearing from other people, you have to take elderberry. Elderberry is in such demand that the supply and growth of elderberry cannot keep up with the demand by good companies to make a elderberry product of the highest quality elderberry product and from the demand from consumers that want an elderberry extract or and with other nutrients. I'll tell you that what I take in just a moment. I take a blend of nutrients with my elderberry. But 
Elderberry was out of season. No, these things we grow. We don't go in the laboratory and make elderberry. Like drugs are made in the laboratory. You can make drugs day and night, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, over and over and over. But natural plants like elderberry have a season. And sometimes there are seasonal conditions that don't produce as much elderberry as the year before. There might be a a lesser crop. There's a lot of conditions that demand can't always meet the supply, or I should say the supply can't meet the demand. There was 25 products of elderberry on the market being sold on Amazon and a very high quality company, a good neighbor of ours, good neighbor of mine, examined 25 products, and I'll give you an example, half of them were no good. Out of the 25, half were absolutely junk. They didn't have enough elderberry, Uh, there was uh, contamination, all kinds of things that were not a high quality product. But one product of these 25 really stuck in my mind. The label on the product said elderberry extract with vitamin C and vitamin D. Also very good for viral infection is vitamin C and vitamin D with elderberry. Wow, great, fantastic. When you looked at the capsule, the powder in the capsule was white. Elderberry is so dark in color It's such a deep purple that it looks black. No white powder. So this company examined the capsule and there was no elderberry whatsoever in the capsule. Only oat. O-A-T. Oat flour. No vitamin C, no vitamin D. So some unscrupulous company put oat flour in a capsule, labeled it as elderberry and vitamin C and vitamin D, because they knew there was going to be enough people out there who didn't know better and would buy the product, and they would make a lot of money on a cheap, inferior, I, I, I was a criminal product. Terrible representation of helping people get well. But there are companies out there that want money only. And there are enough customers out there who don't know the difference that the powder should be black or deep purple with vitamin C and vitamin D or whatever. But I've got to take a break here. I'm almost out of time. I've got a few seconds left before we break in this section. Don't go away. I'm going to come right back and I'm going to tell you why I take a product and maybe why you should take it too. Right after this, right here on Terry Talks Nutrition, I'm Terry Naturally. And welcome back, my friends. We're going to start the second portion of my program. Uh, We're going to be here until the top of the hour. And I want to finish up a little bit here on elderberry. Elderberry can be taken daily and should be taken daily for prevention and also for treatment of viral infection. Now, there's a lot of other good plants. And I love them all. and And I use them all. It just happens I get a pretty good discount. I have good friends that allow me to buy their products. 
elderberry, propolis, andrographis are all antiviral. Very, very powerful. Now the ones I take, here's the, here's, here's the formulation I take, and I swear by it. It's 300 milligrams of elderberry. That was the exact study coming out of Australia. 300 milligrams twice a day. You can double that if you feel like it or when needed. But then I, my formulation that I like to take, I find it to be highly effective. It's elderberry, 300 milligrams, along with vitamin A, also anti-infectious, vitamin C, anti-infectious, vitamin D3, anti-infectious, zinc, which supports the immune system, the thymus gland, the controlling gland of the immune system, calcium, magnesium, and also mixed bioflavonoids from citrus fruits. Now this is a really good combination, all in one formulation. And you can take this formulation once or twice a day if you want the full clinical studied dosages, take two a day. And sometimes if you come under a real threat and you think you're coming down with something, you've got a sore throat, you're sneezing, you're coughing, uh, you know how you feel when you feel like you've just been pulled through the um, the keyhole. You just, you're bent out of shape, you feel terrible, you don't want to go to work. Um, and maybe you should go to work. If you're sick, stay home. Then you want to double or triple the dosages. This formulation, I would take one serving of this formulation every waking hour for a day or two to really smack the virus in the nose. Kick it out of the door. Now, there are other ways to stop a virus as well. High dosages of vitamin D3. Supplemental vitamin D3. Up to 1,200 I use daily. In school children, help to reduce the incidence of type A flu by 8%. Maybe higher dosages would be better. Then looking only at children who had no supplemental vitamin D prior to the study, the risk of infection was reduced by 60%. I mentioned propolis extract. Propolis extract is a substance the bees manufacture to maintain a sterile colony or a sterile hive because it's antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial. It's a multi-antimicrobial. So you can use anywhere from 100 to 200 milligrams of concentrated propolis daily. It has no side effects. There's no adverse events. Very, very safe for children. And there are studies out there that propolis prevents and treats ear infection, which is a common occurrence in children. 
there are many things we can do. Besides, if you do decide you want a virus, uh, excuse me, a, a vaccine, uh, hey, this is a country of freedom. Choose it if that's what you want. I don't choose that. I do not want my body to receive a vaccine that we know nothing about. It was made for an emergency. I think I take care of my body well enough that I don't need a vaccine. That's my choice. Not I'm not make, I'm not making the choice for you. It's my choice. I don't want a vaccine. We don't know what side effects are associated with vaccine. Some people have died from the vaccine. It has not been studied sufficiently to to I, that I would feel confident in taking a vaccine. But that you can rediscuss with your physician. Maybe your physician will give you better suggestions as why you should. I don't know your complications. I don't know how healthy you are. And maybe you definitely need a vaccine. So check with your doctor. I am my own doctor. I make my own decisions. But elderberry, vitamin D3, these vitamins and minerals, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin D, and vitamin E, along with zinc and selenium, the mixed bioflavonoids, elderberry, has tremendous benefits for blocking the uptake of the virus into the cellular structure. Don't make a nest for it. And it can also for treating infection. So let's get some relief for restless legs. Many people have this condition. I hear it all the time. Do you suffer from restless legs? Well, it's a, it's a condition. It's a, kind of like a leg syndrome, which refers to an uncontrollable urge to move the legs, especially at night, when you are trying to relax, trying to get a good night's sleep, but you, your, your legs just do not stop moving. And of course, it disturbs your sleeping. You don't get the rest. You don't get the sleep. And it can occur at any age. But, of course, more common in middle age to elderly age. It can happen to children, but not as often. And women are twice as likely as men to experience restless leg syndrome. And the drugs used to treat restless leg syndrome can cause dizziness, nausea, lightheadedness, sleeplessness, sleepless, and even symptoms make, make those symptoms worse instead of better. So if you're taking drugs to try to relax restless leg syndrome, you can actually get worse from some drugs. So how can you calm your legs? And I think the best way to calm restless legs is with minerals. No drugs needed. You know, so many of our conditions that are labeled as diseases or syndromes 
which then can be treated with drugs and not anything else. If a drug company makes a drug for restless legs, they can make that claim to treat restless legs. But many of our conditions are the result of a vitamin or mineral deficiency. We just don't have enough of those vitamins and minerals in our body to make a difference. And our diet today in the American diet is atrocious. 80 to 90% of our diet is carbohydrates and sugar. Oh yeah, that tastes great. It's killing America. There's more deaths in America from the food we eat. Not that it's contaminated, but it's not healthy. And so in time, we become very unhealthy. And then we have type 2 diabetes, heart disease, obesity, arthritis, both rheumatoid and osteoarthritis. All these conditions are brought about by the bad American diet and the deficiency of certain vitamins and minerals. And then we have these conditions that are only then treatable by drugs. But restless legs can be treated with supplements of minerals. In fact, iron, I-R-O-N, iron, may be the answer. Low iron levels are linked to greater risk of restless legs and increased severity of the symptoms In a clinical trial, IV iron intravenously improved the symptoms in 68% of the subjects treated with iron. And 56% were more able to go off drug treatment entirely. And the benefits were noticeable within one to six weeks of treatment. But not only iron. There is a mineral that 90% of Americans are deficient in. And that is magnesium. And low levels of magnesium can trigger muscle cramping and twitching. In a study of supplemental magnesium in patients with restless legs were given additional magnesium and this extra magnesium reduced awakening at night by 58% and improved sleep quality an additional 10%. There's a very good form of magnesium. Not all magnesium is beneficial. Some magnesiums cannot be absorbed very easily. And if you take a magnesium supplement and you get diarrhea, you are taking the wrong form of magnesium. Now, if you're constipated, hey, that works too. So that would be a good magnesium 
like magnesium oxide or magnesium citrate. What they do is they draw more moisture, water, into the colon, making it softer, and so you have more chance to have a better elimination. You soften the stool. But if you want a really good absorbable form of magnesium, it's called magnesium bisglycinate. That's B-I-S. Bisglycinate. Magnesium. American men need 440 milligrams of magnesium. Women need 340 milligrams of magnesium. So I would suggest taking somewhere between 400 and 800 milligrams of magnesium temporarily in the beginning to restore the levels of magnesium required by the body. Also phenomenal for heart. One of the most important minerals for the heart. Along with CoQ10. Combination that would, would be superior for heart health. In heart is your important muscle. Magnesium supports muscle strength as well. The nervous system and restless legs. I would get about 400 to 800 milligrams of magnesium. With extra B6 and zinc. Now let's talk about a, what happens when we, when we lower our, our, our calories. Just a, a very small decrease in calories can provide huge benefits for the heart. And all you have to do is probably skip one unhealthy snack a day and have a healthier heart. Better than drugs, right? It's so easy. And our body is so forgiving that if we don't do too much damage over several decades, we can restore our health in a matter of 6 to 12 months. Not overnight. Some people buy a bottle of whatever they want and they take it for a week or two and they say, it didn't help, it didn't work. Hey, you spent several decades of abuse to that wonderful mechanism of our body and you take something for a week and it didn't work. I've seen people return weight loss products because the first day they didn't lose any weight. True. People are unique. So here's a five-month randomized trial of 160 older I guess the average weight age was about 69. They were sedentary. Obese adults. 
everyone followed a moderate aerobic exercise program four days a week. And the group one of this, half of the 160 older adults, ate the regular diet. Group two reduced their daily average caloric intake by 250 calories. And the result of this study versus regular diet plus exercise. The subject of this study who exercised and cut calories lost over four times as much weight plus a 21% improvement in heart health and function. And no change in heart function or health for the regular diet group. And it doesn't take much to cut 250 calories. Two ounces of potato chips, a bottle of Coke, and an Oreo cookie. A small serving of fast food french fries. Doesn't take much to get healthy. The biggest part of getting healthy is making the choice that you want to be healthy. And you will do everything you can with all of your discipline to make the change. That's all you have to do. Decide you want it. Decide you will not give up. And you can journal. You can keep track of your progress. You can set goals. Change your diet. Increase your level of exercise. Make it fun. Make it happy. So you don't want to quit. Eat the right kinds of food. Most people give up because... They walk away from the table hungry. You don't have to walk away from the table hungry. As long as you eat the right kind of food, you can stuff yourself. Because you won't stuff yourself because you won't be hungry. The choice of food makes a difference. Now when we do take drugs, many of those drugs deplete nutrients in our body. And we are getting so little nutrient in our diet today and in our bodies that we can't afford the depletion of drugs or excuse me, the depletion of nutrients by the drugs. So I guess here's what I would have to say. Are your prescription medications causing you to be less healthy? And I say from all I know, yes. Your drugs are making you less healthy. Prescription drugs, those that are prescribed by your physician, can block the absorption of essential nutrients or interfere with the body's ability to synthesize manufacture certain nutrients. 
I'll give you three examples of drugs that can deplete important vitamins and minerals. Oral contraceptives, birth control pills, deplete many of the B vitamins, folate or folic acid, vitamins B2, B6, B12, vitamin C, and vitamin E, and the minerals magnesium, selenium, and zinc. Now we know that selenium and zinc are required for a healthy immune system to fight against viral infection. And if you're taking birth control pills, you may be depleted of all of these nutrients unless you're taking a very good, high-quality multivitamin and mineral supplement. The one I take is a very high dosage, and I take four a day. Don't ever take a one a day. I'm not talking about a brand name. I'm talking about a product that may be based as just one a day gives you all of your nutrients. Yeah, it may give you all of your nutrients, but like a spitfall in the ocean. So take a good quality daily multiple. Number one, change your diet. Take a high quality multiple supplement, vitamins and minerals. What about statin drugs? It reduces levels of CoQ10 by as much as 50%. And CoQ10 is one of the most important nutrients for the heart. As the body produces cholesterol, it also produces CoQ10. When you take a statin drug to reduce cholesterol, it also reduces CoQ10. It goes through the same enzyme system. And as much as 50%. So what I would suggest taking is 100 milligrams of CoQ10 complex to a vegetable starch called gamma cyclodextrin to boost its absorption by 800%. And then we have these drugs that are called the proton pump inhibitors. That is a very, very bad drug. Antacids, in general, are all very bad drugs. They cut off all the acid in our stomach. What a upside-down way to treat the body. Absolutely insane. We need acid in our stomach. But the right type of acid, known as hydrochloric acid. We don't need the acids that are produced from the excessive levels of carbohydrates and sugar. So the proton pump inhibitors block all the secretion of acid across the board. We can't digest minerals and vitamins and proteins without acid. These drugs make people very, very unhealthy. So antacids and the proton pump inhibitors, Nexium, block magnesium. Vitamin B12, 
and inhibits or entirely stops protein digestion. I would definitely, if you are taking oral contraceptives, birth control pills, or statin drugs, or antacids and proton pump inhibitors, get on a good quality daily multiple vitamin and mineral supplement that probably is taking all the vitamins and minerals because of the quality and quantity that it requires, you probably can't get by less than four tablets daily. But if you only took two tablets daily, it would be a thousand times better than a one daily. I've seen products on the market that are a daily vitamin supplement. And in the daily supplement, yeah, all the vitamins and minerals are listed. But they're not there in any quantity to be of any benefit. Calcium, for example, in this, in this one a day, 25 milligrams. We need 1,000 to 1,200 milligrams, and this product has 25. We are very deficient in magnesium. 90% of all Americans are deficient in magnesium. And those that are on a proton pump inhibitor or antacids, they even need more magnesium. And in this one-a-day daily vitamin supplement that I looked at on the drugstore shelf, at 10 milligrams of magnesium, men need 440 just to be in the ballpark. And women need 340 in the same ballpark. And this is 10 milligrams? That's a joke. But people don't understand label reading. They see all the vitamins and minerals listed. It looks, wow, this is great. But what's great about 10 milligrams of magnesium when you need 440? It's like a spit in the ocean, right? So, well, my friends, I'm just looking at the clock and I'm almost ready to run out of here. So I'm going to have to end this today's program, but I'm going to ask you to start looking about your health. Do something positive to bring you back into a healthy state, state of vitality and quality. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. I'll be back here tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.